Welcome to Signature Talks, a podcast for serious speakers like you who want to book more stages, increase your impact, and grow your business. I'm your host, Like a Fairy, and I launched this show to demystify and decode the speaking industry. That's why I'll be interviewing successful speakers and industry professionals who are at the top of their game so that you have access to the information, insights, and opportunities proven to accelerate your success and create results. Thanks so much for joining us. Let's meet our signature guest. If you noticed, it's been I believe a week or two since the last episode has dropped on this series. And I felt very guilty for taking the time off and not creating content while I was away from my office. I definitely could have continued to create content and be consistent, but at the same time while I was sitting in this airplane on my way home, I realized two things. One, I was really happy and I felt well rested knowing that I took a break and I was coming back with the same mission. And number two, that there's room for grace. Yes, consistency is so important, especially as an entrepreneur or as a professional or really anyone with a goal that you're striving for, but there's room for both. And that's what we're gonna be talking about today is finding that balance between consistency and grace, especially if you identify as a high achiever like me. Let me start off by saying there's a good reason why highly successful business owners say consistency is key. Alex Hermosi says, whenever I get to a low point where I think, why do I even bother? I just try to remind myself, this is where most people stop and this is why they don't win. Immediately when I first read that quote, I was like, if I stop, then I'm failing myself. And so there's been many a times where I would pressure myself to do something that I didn't feel like I had the capacity or energy to do at the time. And I built resentment around the thing versus having the genuine desire and the intentionality behind why I was creating the thing. Another quote that brings up the importance of consistency is this one, which I don't know who to credit, but it goes like this. To be successful at anything, You don't have to be different. You simply have to be what most people aren't, consistent. And I'm sure you have heard entrepreneurs and business owners talking about how people don't get to their peaks through big leaps. Yes, it takes a leap of faith to start but it takes small gradual steps in the right direction, that real tangible progress that doesn't seem tangible in the here and now, but in retrospect, when you look back, you realize just how important those small degrees of change were to get you to your destination. Trust and know that consistency is an important characteristic of a successful person. But if there's one challenge that I've ran into, time and time again hearing these kinds of insights and quotes and advice, especially as a high achiever, as someone who comes from a background of high pressure, high expectations, is finding the balance between doing hard things and giving myself permission to be a beautifully flawed human 
being, being able to push past my comfort zone, but also comforting myself on days when I'm just not in the zone, like at all. There's not only room for consistency and grace, it's necessary. So let's talk about what it means to be a high achiever. I'm going to share a few characteristics. Obviously, this isn't all that defines a high achiever and people will experience these things differently, but this is just a general overview. So high achievers usually have difficulty appreciating milestones. And when they do achieve something, they immediately move on to what needs to happen next. Comparison is also a tool for motivation. We often look at where we are and what we're doing and we'll compare ourselves to people who are doing better and it motivates us because we're like, dang, I know I can do that too. I know I can achieve the very same thing, if not better. What am I doing? Let me get out of my head and into action. Another piece is setting high expectations and standards that inevitably turn into burnout. We focus on our ability to do all the things and end up crashing into overwhelm and then getting upset over not being able to accomplish all the things at that high level we expected for ourselves. We also end up being very restless, especially if we're in an industry we're absolutely passionate and obsessed with. There are times where I feel totally ready to go to bed and all of a sudden I have an incredible idea for a podcast episode or actually that's exactly what happened when I was on the plane coming back home. I thought I was going to take a nap like I usually do on my flights back and instead I took out my laptop and I fleshed out the entire outline for this episode. And so that restlessness, while at times inconvenient, is actually an indicator that we're in something that is meaningful to us and fills our cup and creates that sense of fulfillment, passion, and purpose. And so if you resonate with any of these things, know that having these default settings that make up your experience of normal is shared by so many others. You're not alone. So now the question becomes, how do we find that golden ratio between doing hard things and knowing how to go easy on ourselves in the form of grace? I'll be sharing two approaches. One is habit stacking. This is inspired from Atomic Habits by James Clear, as well as Tiny Habits by BJ Boggs. Building consistency through gradual, natural integration is going to help you ease into consistency versus setting yourself up for this superhero status. This was my mistake when I was getting back into business after a long hiatus. I was trying to do all the things well all at the same time. And I ended up getting sick. I ended up failing my expectations. I started feeling like even business wasn't for me anymore. And I had to shift my mindset into doing one good thing at a time done well. And I'll be showing you a formula to do just that. Number two is cushioning the blow of uncomfortable change and uncertainty with a mindset of curiosity. Because when we resist change, 
it creates friction between the current you and the version of yourself that you desire to be. And we'll get into that later. Let's start off with the habit stacking. According to Atomic Habits by James Clear, there's a formula for successfully creating habits that result in long-term consistency. And it's all about plugging in new habits with actions that you're already doing in your day-to-day life. BJ Foggs shares this habit stacking formula as this. After I blank, which is your current habit, I will blank my new habit. So as an example, let's say you want to start creating a habit of being grateful. Plugging into this formula, it would sound a little bit like this. After I get out of bed in the morning, that's the current habit, I will say one thing I'm grateful for, which is the new habit. The key here is to tie your desired behavior into something you already do. And if it's already something you do, that means there's very low resistance and initial energy investment to get that momentum going. This makes the perceived challenge and discomfort of starting a new habit a lot less daunting. According to procrastination coach Grace Berdure, High expectations can increase the fear of not performing and therefore lead to avoiding the task that you have to do. You don't avoid actions, you avoid feelings. Feelings like overwhelm, disappointment, frustration, or even boredom. You're procrastinating because you don't want to feel the emotion that arises when you do the task. For example, I remember walking into Target one day and seeing all of these different variations of peeps. And if you don't know what peeps are, oh, it's so embarrassing. It's literally a marshmallow shaped like a baby chicken covered in sugar. And I don't know why, but I used to be addicted to those things. I used to say things like, ah, I can't eat a box full of peeps because it's bad for me. Instead, I started shifting my identity by saying things like, you know, I like eating healthy and I'm not craving it right now. And that way I'm not doing things that are out of character. I am getting into the character that I desire to be. So slowly, these positive affirmations helped me build up even bigger fitness habits. Towards the beginning of the year, I decided that I wanted to start building some self-discipline, get healthier, and get stronger. At the time, that just meant getting back into the gym, even if that meant once or twice a week. Just an occasional gym visit was all I was hoping for. I was showing up for myself. I thought, okay, what else can I do to become stronger? And through the encouragement of my partner, I started up CrossFit again. And that was a really difficult mindset shift for me because I got injured in the military. I had stress fractures in my hips. And that was from dragging heavy weights, doing high intensity cardio with not enough rest time. It was pushing myself beyond my limits and all of that was necessary to succeed at the time but it made me so afraid to pick up weights even though i used to love crossfit but then i gave myself permission to show up imperfectly and to communicate with my coaches what my physical fitness background was what my past injuries were and to let them know about my fear and giving myself grace to start slow and to build very gradually now i go to CrossFit four times a week and then 
after I started consistently going to class and building a very positive, informative relationship with my coach, I wanted to then start building my cardio. It's like, okay, I'm building up strength. I also want to start building my endurance up. And so I started stacking the Stairmaster on top of me already going to my CrossFit classes. And it was really easy to do that because, okay, I already established my habit of going to CrossFit at 6 p.m. every night. If I can just add on 10 or 15 minutes of the Stairmaster, then I'm tacking on another healthy habit. As I started building that self-discipline, my self-confidence started to grow as well because I was fulfilling the promises I was making to myself. And Alex Hermosi actually says this, you don't become confident by shouting affirmations in the mirror, but by having a stack of undeniable proof that you are who you say you are. Outwork your self-doubt. So when you align the identity or the version of yourself that you desire to the habits that you want to create, in the here and now, your why will continually bring you back even after you fall off for a period of time. This is where grace is so important because when we don't allow ourselves grace, then our habits, these positive changes that we're trying to create become flushed with pressure and intimidation and obligation versus a genuine desire to continually make progress. So when I went to Florida, I ended up eating really crappy, skipped the gym most days, and instead of really bullying myself like I usually would, I told myself, you're gonna bounce back. How you feel during this fitness journey matters so much to you because you have been building positive characteristics, self-discipline, you've been cooking more, your self-confidence is growing, you're showing up for yourself, you're learning that you can do hard things. All of these identities shifts helped me get back on track because my desire for my results brings me back. So let's talk a little bit more about mindset. I love this quote by We the Urban. You will find peace when you lean into uncertainty as a form of empowerment. Remember, life is not just about tolerating unpredictability. It's about mastering the art of thriving within it. Uncertainty is your stage not your cage. So when it comes to business, uncertainty is a constant. It's not a threat, it's a promise. So if we know and accept that things change and often very rapidly in business, why aren't we giving ourselves that same matter-of-fact grace that things change and that we have to pivot and adapt and go with this flow. So as you integrate new habits, remind yourself that change is allowed to happen to you or rather with you. Here's one of my favorite affirmations. All is well, everything is working out for my highest good, and out of this situation, only good will come. I am safe. So trust the process. The easiest way to ruin consistency is by building resentment. And when it comes to things we wanna be consistent about, be fascinated and not fixated. Fixations create inflexibility and comes from an energy of pressure. Fascination comes from an energy of creativity and curiosity. 
It rides on what already lights us up. Here's what Corey Allen says. The more I made it a point to go through my day focusing on curiosity instead of worry, the more natural that mindset became and the more doors of abundance opened for me. So ask yourself questions that elevate your state of mind. Asking yourself what about this habit or action feels good to me. So instead of saying, oh, I just, I have to go to the gym, I get to show up for myself. I am celebrating my milestones. I am getting stronger. I am loving the results. Get into those good feelings that come with these habits you're forming. Here's the question that got me back to my podcast after I missed a week of content. What if someone felt the exact same way as me. And I'm able to encourage someone to get out of their rut. It doesn't feel good to be stuck. And sometimes it takes hearing somebody else's story of clawing out of that rut and rekindling that spark is what it takes to remind yourself that it's possible for you too. I will leave you with this. Do what you can from where you are. And remember that consistency is an investment in yourself, not a wasted expense. Even when done imperfectly, your favorite version of yourself deserves working hard for. And the current version of yourself is worthy of grace. Create room for both. If you've been in a rut or you're currently in a phase or place where it feels really hard to get back into your interests or passions. Remember that you are safe, that you are worthy, and get back to your why. That's it for today's episode. This is Laika signing off. I'll see you next week.